0: All I got to say is Portland can't say cheer! It's scintillating! It's sensational! It's Seattle Sounders FC Soccer! Scuttlebutt. I'm Aaron Lingley, and as always, I'm joined by your president of the Alliance Council, your president of Guerrilla FC, and the communications director for the Independent Supporters Council, my friend Cameron Collins. Knock that out of the park. There we go. How you doing, my friend?
1: i pretty good, I guess, considering the state of Sounders land. How are you doing?
0: Um, I'm I'm doing well, thank you very much. It's been... What is it? Been two weeks since we recorded? Yeah. 13 days. I think we recorded on a Wednesday. Uh, it's been a jam packed, pretty much week of soccer, right? We've had a week and a half of soccer for the Sounders. We played Vancouver, San Jose, and FC Dallas, all with varying results, right? Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, we want some consistency out of that. So we're recording on Tuesday, the 18th. Uh, as the MLS skills challenge has been now completed. So, along with maybe some MLS all star stuff, uh, what's some other scuttlebutt we should talk about to start the show?
1: Oh, we are coming up on Taylor Swift weekend in Seattle.
0: And Blue um, Jay weekend.
1: Yeah, Blue, I, I don't want to talk about that. It's, that's the worst weekend. I'm sorry. If you are from Vancouver and you're rooting for Toronto, You do not get to root for the Seahawks. You're done. That's not how this works. Like, you would never root for the Maple Leafs, yet you root for the Blue Jays? Get the F out of here. No way. Uh, But more importantly, uh, they just did an economic impact and what Taylor Swift did last weekend in Denver. And her two days in Denver made $40 million a day for, like, economic impact in, in the city. So... Uh, if you're going, uh, I, I want to get rid of them. I hate going to the games against the Blue Jays. They have tickets for Friday night. I don't particularly want to go. Um, but if you're going, expect it to be crazy Saturday, Sunday. Yeah, they
0: had to move the game uh, to, on Saturday to one, 110 because yeah. of the Swifties. 400 million. Man, that's a... 40 million. Oh, okay. <laughs> but still, 40 million a day times two days is 80 million. Yeah, no, that's... That's money I could do something with. What are you, what yeah. are you drinking there? Just some regular old water? Oh, well, yeah. I just root beer. Diet root beer. What kind of root beer? Barks. It has yeah, bite. I was going to say. I was going to say. It better be Barks. Or a like a Those
1: are the two I usually drink. Every once in a while, I'll drink the, the other one that I can't think of. But uh, what about you? What what? I'm
0: drinking beer? a beer. Just a normal beer, as I usually do. But it's Ruben's Reuben, Brews, our friend's. Oh. Or friends oh. of Rubens. I'm drinking a pilsner. Bringing out my uh, my Czechness.
1: All right, yeah. Friend of Gorilla FC, uh, Rubens brews. Go check them out.
0: And uh, Ballard FC. Yep. Mm-mm-mm-mm-mm. Good old pils.
1: Ballard FC day. are they're in the playoffs. They uh, they I think they just played their last regular season game and yes. won. Good for so. them. Yeah, it's quite a year for them. So, exciting news and um yeah, I don't I don't know what what else is going on around the Seattle area. We have nice weather for a change. Uh not too hot, not too cold. I'm enjoying Yeah, this it.
0: week has been been nice. And it's funny like so I spent like a year and a half without AC in my car cuz you only really need it for like that two months. And yeah, it's brutal last year. But what also sucks is like I'm not putting my daughter in the car if it's 90 degrees because I don't have AC. So I got that fixed a week and a half ago. I don't know if I brought it up on the last show. And it has been a game changer. Even though I do like the windows down, but like an hour and a half, hour on I-5, 85 degrees, it feels like 95. It's been killing me. So the I, weather uh, yeah, this that. week has been nice. I haven't really needed the AC. I can roll the windows down, but uh, it's been very comfortable.
1: I have I have this brilliant thing that I've always seen seat heaters. But this is the first car I've ever had that had seat coolers. And so it blows air conditioning like on me from my seat. I love it.
0: Oh blows air. I was thinking of like a cooling pad. It blows cool. air. It's like the same way it heats you up. Whereas no,
1: like the whole your whole back and, and where you're sitting Yeah, air comes up through the little holes in it.
0: So it cools you off. I need to see this. I want that.
1: Just the same as like the seat heaters in the car.
0: I, I, I can picture it, but I need to see yeah. like where I can buy it or just take yours.
1: Oh, it's he- built he- into the built into my seats. It's part of the car.
0: Oh, did you get a new car?
1: No, same one I've had since uh, during the pandemic. It's relatively new. It's like two years old.
0: Really? Yeah. Am I just <laughs> terrible at cars? Don't you have like a, a CRV? or a what do you Yeah, get? Honda or Hyundai Tucson. It it has air cold air blowing out of the chairs. Yeah, this turbo the chairs. turbo model. Yeah. It's turbo model. Okay. Wow. All the upgrades. A luxury, luxury Hyundai. I didn't think yeah mm-hmm. those existed.
1: They do. Actually they they have uh their own brand Genesis is their brand. That's like their Lexus or whatever, but oh, they're true. newer so they made some of the
0: old ones nice. Hold on a ticket. Last year before the Champions Gala You invited me. We went. But before the show, uh, Houston, was it Houston, like, Dynalytics asked us to be on the show? Yeah. And, was that them?
1: Yeah.
0: Oh, or was it? No, it was them. uh, It was Houston. No, it was another one because Dynalytics had, Dynalytics, it was the guys that reached out, reached out to me like two weeks ago. Oh. They don't listen to the show. Sorry, dude. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, guys. There's more than one, I guess. Um, God, I'm sounding like a dick. Anyway, but we were in your car for like 35 minutes in May, and it was warm. I was sweating my ass off. We could have just had Mm a we could have had cold air blowing down our butt cracks.
1: I don't know that uh, the passenger side has it.
0: Um, Well, then thank you for not doing it and making me feel jealous. But anyway, enough with blowing air up our butts. Um, Yeah, what's going on? We have. MLS All Star Game. How much do we want to talk about that? That's tomorrow. By the time people are listening to this, they're either commuting home and then they're going to watch it, or they've already watched it. How excited yeah. about, are you for it?
1: I not only did I not even really know it was happening, other than Jordan being on the team, I uh, didn't even know it was in Washington D.C. until yesterday. So oh, I have
0: didn't know that until now,
1: and I have zero interest in it. Um, yeah, it's it's. Uh, I feel like they need to go back... If they're not going to play a team from... We talked about this before, I think. Mm-hmm. If they're not going to play a team from Mexico, they need to go back to East versus West.
0: Yeah, I think... Yeah, I think... we we'll after my thought, because we have the Leagues Cup now, so there, that's why there's no Mexico, right? I don't, I don't know if that's why there's no Mexico, but there'd be no point to have an All-Star game four, five, seven days before we're playing all their teams anyway. But just, I think put marketing put put like better marketing put more emphasis on the east west or however keep it within the league i i really love how mlb does it not saying you can really do it the same way nba is still kind of fun i guess but still a little gimmicky but there's a way to do a soccer all-star game and not have it be what the pro bowls turn into and also not have it be some this is too exhibition-y for me. I want to see all our All-Stars versus our All-Stars. That's kind of the point. With an incentive that helps the league itself as well. Either the the clubs that want, have players that want it or the conference, something. But I agree. Let's keep it in-house. Put money into it. Market it. Invest in it. Make it competitive, however. Yeah. But,
1: I mean, you look at how... Major League Baseball has done the MLB all-star weekend and I feel like they should do something similar but it's a it's a lost opportunity uh, although I don't think I, had that happened last time we talked because on this podcast because uh, I thought I was I was pretty disappointed in the way the Mariners um, handled in-game uh, presentation especially for the home run Derby it was no, we did none there was none. It was. We oh, haven't it, it,
0: since the. We haven't done a show since All Star Game.
1: Yeah, it was. All Star Game was super fun. But, yeah, we both you went. Know, yeah, you had 100 level amazing seats because you came besties with uh, Harold Reynolds. <laughs> and, uh, Friends. <laughs> <laughs>
0: but
1: yeah. And my, I had a blocked view seat that they oh sold me God. at full price, and uh, which was fine for the All Star Game because I could stand up or lean forward, but for for the Home Run Derby when all my view is like the pitchers mound to home and everything's being hit to left, to field. left field
0: where the yeah. wall was. Yeah.
1: Yeah. It's, it's pretty silly and they didn't interview anyone on the big screen during the game. Uh, it, there was no, yeah. it was all TV stuff. It was, there was no, for the home run derby, there was no show other than announcing. The I was
0: curious. I was curious how that was. I was my choice was the home run derby or the all-star game. And I, 40 years from now, I'm, gonna know unless julio won the whole thing um right i wouldn't gonna say i was at the all-star game yeah i went right to the home run derby interest. when i was like 14 or whatever yeah but, i was there I too. but for for uh some to help the listeners picture what where you were sitting do you did you tweet out where you were sitting, or did you just text it to me and other people? I think I tweeted
1: at the time, yeah. It would you be should a try while to find it now, and but, send yeah. it in the
0: chat so I can put it in the show description. Otherwise, okay. join our Discord and ask Cameron to see the photo, because it yeah. is pretty funny. You were right behind home plate 300 level, and there is just like this wall directly to your left. It's it's So basically, it's the support for the, the, yeah, the, here, here. the edge of the <sighs>
1: It's it's absolutely ridiculous. And All right, so click uh, your show notes now. Yeah, just I I couldn't. The fact that they would sell that as a full price ticket too is just so absurd. I keep forgetting to call my ticket rep because I, you know, I, I last year I signed up for a flex flex plan, gave them six hundred dollars and spent it, and then I did it again this year and they made me give them seven hundred just to get tickets to this game, and then for it to not have this in there was truly truly absurd so yeah i uh i'm that may be another reason why i'm a little frustrated
0: with i don't i'm considering there's more than one of those support column beam situations along the perimeter there of the 300 level that's probably the worst one to be at because it cuts off the the other ones the the other other ones ones, are fine i sit by them
1: all the time like i've never i've never had that issue before it's just that one it's kind of yeah we were
0: on the well, we were at least on the inside of the one on first base side when I went with you and your dad for the uh, yeah. playoff game.
1: Yeah, that was fine. Yeah,
0: that was fine. That's that's hilarious. Anyway, that sucks, but yeah, we were there. Um, the game was a, a blast. I had I had fun. Yeah. yeah. And for context, it, basically Harold Reynolds, uh, and I feel bad. I don't remember the organization that he was supporting, but basically, it's kind of like brings dreams comes like they build fields. For people of all ages to actually kind of reenact being a baseball player, like or something like that. So that sounded cool. But these guys actually are involved in that foundation. They were on the light rail because they were too busy buying swag throughout downtown and at the play field or play ball area, whatever. So they had just swag on swag on swag, baseballs, memorabilia, all this, all this shit just decked out. So they missed being able to get in early with Harold and like do stuff, I guess. So they were just on the train, and my mom, being a hairdresser, um, her entire career talks to everyone, and we had been drinking. So we're talking to them, shooting the shit, basically, and they're like, oh, you guys are awesome. Here's our number, yada, yada, yada. And uh, we're up at the 300 level. We took a picture, sent it to them, be like, hey, this is our number. We're real. Thanks for having fun with us, and I'll see you when I go to LA. Also Laker fans, so that helped. And they said about the sixth inning, like, hey, we got some seats next to us, and they're pro- I, I don't know. We were probably like 20 rows behind Diamond Club on the that's just awesome. left. Just left. So I was like right behind Julio when he should have won the whole damn thing.
1: Yeah. Um, you know, it's funny. I've been the point now where I prefer to be up top because there's more room. You can, But that's not true with those games. Uh, I, I If I had a choice in a regular game, uh, I would rather be like where I was sitting. But for... uh. A game like that where it's, every seat's taken, um, you know, I think I think you got the awesome hookup right there.
0: Yeah, and an exciting part of the match. To, or the match. Maybe that means yeah. we should get back to soccer. Um, yeah. All right, so let's let's do some scuttlebutt from our our friendly listeners and our Discord again. Link is in the show description. Our group keeps growing. Um, let's do some non-Sounders related ones for now because the second half of our show traditionally is about the Sounders and we'll sprinkle in some scuttlebutt from you guys when we get to it. Um, how about big news, big regional news. There's some more barks for you. Um, FC, they have some players. Going to the World Cup. So Combat Wombat Esquire would like us to talk about, even though it's not Sounders, this is uh, regional, very important. There are, at the time when he said this, seven rain players at the World Cup. Or been, that got brought up. Not seven to the U.S. Women's National Team, but I think we actually counted eight. Is that correct?
1: Yeah, there's uh, yesterday, uh, one more was added. Um, midfielder... Uh Angelina Bradley. was added because of because of an injury. Uh not yesterday, earlier today. She got she, she got added.
0: Uh Congratulations.
1: So, uh, yeah, that's that's pretty cool.
0: So who else is going uh, besides Angelina?
1: Uh we have do do um I think well,
0: there's two Canadians. I can already have them pulled up. We got Quinn right. and Jordan Tema. Yeah, going to and Canada. I was, trying
1: to, I was trying to see if we had any more uh, Brazilians, but no. So the rest, the rest of the the US, I suppose, players. There's five of them. Um, yeah, uh, who are Alana Cook, Sofia Huerta, Rose Lavelle, Emily Sonnet, and of course, making her last appearance with the US Women's National Team, barring a uh, why am I blinking on the name? Where they have those special match, charity match, barring oh. a charity match, uh, Megan Rapinoe.
0: Yeah, so two big things there. One, eight World Cup players on the mm-hmm. rain That's fantastic. Five of them uh, from the women's national team. So women's national team light in Seattle. Um, fantastic. Congrats to all of we them. We definitely
1: have the most of any NWSL team. There's two with four.
0: Oh, yeah, like are. Her.
1: Yeah, but we're definitely number one.
0: Hell yeah. Uh, and speaking of number one in all our hearts for over, what is it, almost two decades now? When did Megan Rapinoe jump on the scene? Too bad.
1: Uh, Yeah, that seems about right. I mean, she played, yeah, she played for uh, Seattle Sounders women. Yeah. Way back in the day before coming back, of course, and joining, uh, I guess, were we already O.L. Rain when she came or Seattle Rain? Which is interesting because... I'm wondering if we're going back to Seattle Reign because OL, uh, Olympic Lyonnais, is selling the team. And so we will no longer be OL Reign. We'll definitely be something else. I'm curious what, what we will be. If it, Hopefully we can go back to Seattle now that we're playing at home.
0: Again. Yeah, that'd be cool. Uh, so she debuted in 2006. She's nice. one match shy of 200 all-time. 63 goals, 73 assists. Hell yeah, girl.
1: That's yeah, so awesome.
0: so basically, the first match of the World Cup will be her 200th. Wow! And of course, we're favorite to win. I believe I'm just I'm totally assuming that, but I I think we are. <laughs> um.
1: Yeah, it's going to be tough. I mean, Germany's looking really good. Of course, France, even though Germany lost to um, Zambia in a friendly right beforehand, France. Uh, <sighs> Gosh, that French team is exciting. They're going to dominate for decades to come. So, um, you know, I'm looking forward to seeing them. And of course, I've, I have a friend from Zambia, so the fact that they made it, it's really cool. So, I'm I'm rooting for Zambia as well.
0: And are you going to be following it? Because I, I I admit it was it was kind of hard for me to follow like is be live for a lot of the men's World Cup, but I've always been a lot more into the the women's World Cup, even before. Uh, getting really into the Sounders. It was just, I think it's really good quality soccer. We've obviously been the best team for almost two decades now, over that maybe. So
1: to I'm definitely going to be tuned in. The games
0: in. typically start. Um, I mean, probably won't be live, but I will be trying to watch every single match. Yeah,
1: so we play Vietnam at 6pm on Friday? Yeah. I mean, I think oh, uh, 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 some of the games start at like, a midnight game. I could do 3am, gets a little rough. If it were 2, I could handle it. Um, Let's see all, all, all the USA matches, France and Jamaica is at 3 a.m. I don't know if I'm going to make that. Uh, but uh, yeah, I mean, it's, it should, it's, it's going to be fun. Uh, I, I'm going to try and watch, I mean, I'll watch the USA games. I'm going to try and watch more than just USA. USA. I want to see some, some underdogs. And of course uh, I want to watch Zambia destroy Costa Rica on Monday, July 31st at midnight.
0: I feel stupid. Where are they? Where's the, this being hosted?
1: Australia and New Zealand. Oh,
0: that's why, why it's so
1: so time wise different. Yeah. yeah, I might throw some more soccer on the Bobby. <laughs> that's such a terrible <laughs> Australian accent. <laughs>
0: uh, although, I uh, like uh, that Australian Australians always been difficult for me. I think I'm fairly good at accents. If I at least get a little practice on them. But Australia, I was getting me- mesh Scottish and. Just standard British and mess that up. And it, yeah. I just give up. Anyway, Speaking
1: of accents, uh, we have something very special coming up with the Sounders. This Saturday, make sure you are tuned in to KJR for the broadcast as opposed to listening uh, through your television. Because the one and only Jackson Feltz is making his play-by-play debut with no the Seattle buddy. Sounders. Yes, oh. dude, I'm so excited. He texted me the other day and told me about it, and then they they announced it today. So uh, I am. It's so yeah, is he be,
0: Who's he doing it? Who's coloring? Steve's Steve Zakiwani. So it's it's
1: so good, man. Especially good. Steve's nice those, and
0: chill to be. Yeah, partnered with. Um,
1: yeah, for sure. That's good. Both, you know, people I, I've, I've gotten to know, and they're both good people, so I'm I'm super excited for Jackson. Um, he, of course, did the color commentary uh, on the Scuttlebutt sessions with uh, mm-hmm. the Supersonics that I did. Uh, uh, or I did the color commentary. He did play-by-play. Yeah, play. Play. yeah, so uh, this is a chance for him to bust it out full-time and, and, and do it, because uh, clearly Danny Jackson's away, and I am so excited. So everyone... You need to turn into KJ. Tune into KJR for that because uh, this is this is truly a great moment for Seattle and a great moment for this podcast, where we we discovered the Sounders play-by-play, uh, new play-by-play man at least for one match before everyone else. Well, well
0: no, I uh, had him for the simulation league. So mm-hmm. if there's, if there's like OG with, subtle butters that they were like Andrew under Harvey, the right? Exactly. So he did color and Andrew Harvey, um, did play by play for basically, what do we do? Like eight or nine games of what the regular season would have been. Uh, we did it every Saturday, whatever the match would have been that week during 2020. We base, I, I recreated the whole league play, using FIFA, um, Totally let it sim on its own and, and did a table and everything. So um, not that anyone wants to go relive probably 20 hours of Jackson and Andrew, but uh, that was a fun project. And then that's what spurred on me reaching out to you to do yeah. the Sonics all time versus OKC quote unquote all time, um, which actually ultimately led to us sitting here together. That was our first uh, we had like a what yeah. two hour Zoom or G meet just to be, talk about that basketball idea. I drank a half a bottle of scotch and here we are. I'm still drinking.
1: (laughs) Yeah, here we are talking about another weekend without F1. Come on, (laughs) what are they doing? If they want to keep people interested, you can't just have random three week breaks in the middle of the season, especially silly season when uh, we're about to see Daniel Ricciardo get back into a car.
0: I know, right? And if we want to keep people listening to this podcast, we better stop talking about F1. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, watch, uh, listen,
1: listen to the Sounders match on KGR this weekend, and that's hear, awesome. Congrats, uh, Jackson! Yeah, Jackson, do it! I'm so excited, man. Congratulations!
0: And I will uh, link the channel that I made that has basically all of those MLS matches. Our OKC Sonics game. As well as some of the uh, I'm Bored, I Want to Make videos last summer. Uh, things that I made that were kind of sound related and one Russell Wilson related. Uh, so I'll link that in the show description so you can kind of get a taste of what you're going to listen to on, on on Saturday. If you have any qu- reservations about how Jackson will do, listen to uh, listen to those. Watch those and you realize he's uh, this is what he was meant to do. So congrats, buddy. All right. How about... Let's go back to All-Star for a second. Um, MLS. How do you feel about the goal goalkeeper wars? The goalie wars. Do you see I that? Don't know what that is Skills no. competition. So basically they put the nets, the goal the goals about I want to say 20, 30 yards apart, right? So think dodgeball with just a keeper on either side. And they're trying to save the other one from either kicking or throwing it into the goal, but there's enough space that it's not like it's basically like a a penalty. So is kick. it like
1: home run derby where there there's people? Yeah, but it's part basically in, like, like that. Aren't it's in the kind game. of more like
0: crossfire with, with one ball. You're just trying to keep the ball out oh, yeah. of your side, and then and then if they score or miss, then it's your turn, and you're just one at a time. So I guess crossfire is a bad example, but it's just an awesome game to play. in the Oh news. yeah, I'm,
1: I meant I meant more like. Uh, can people or goalkeepers taking part in it that are not on the main roster? Or Oh, I don't know anything not... about
0: that. Right. I, I, I didn't even know where it was being played, just like you. Um, so I just was quickly going through some like quick highlights. I stopped on that one. I didn't even remember yeah, what that's, else I was. That seems pretty like, cool. That, huh? That's kind of fun. I would like yeah. actually like to do that just now <laughs> with, with someone. Yeah. But all right, well, if you didn't know anything about it, we'll move on. We got the no, Rain all, players uh, in the World uh, Cup.
1: All I know but, is we want some. Uh, I want the bunt, the baseball bunt competition, like the home run derby, the bunt derby that they do in Korea. Uh, and, and you could do something similar in, in soccer where it's like you have to kick it all the way across the field and land it on the spot.
0: Yeah, okay. I mean, if MLB more, tried to more do a bunt skills. competition, they would suck at it because no one can seem to get a bunt down in this league. But. Yeah, they should, though. Get,
1: make, it, make it good.
0: Make it good. So, rain players in the World Cup, Rapino retiring, All-Star jibber Um, Let's see what else we got up here. Any updates on the Providence sponsor sit- situation? So, this is definitely a Alliance Council president kind of question. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see. I'm going to just hand that over to you. This is from Seed97 on our Discord. Was there ever because, a follow-up on yes, that? Yes, there was. I had asked for... Okay, anything. I thought you might have read that because I'm going to no. hand it over to you because you asked for a little bit of follow-up of what do you mean by positive change. So, I'll read what he says... And then I'll let you kind of synopse maybe what his response is, so I'll give you a chance to read it. Um, Any updates on the Providence sponsorship situation? Is that essentially a cooked goose, or are there any signs that positive change could take place? Question mark. Maybe I also live under a rock, but I haven't heard much about it for several months now. You don't live under a rock, C97. I haven't heard much either. You asked kind of what he meant by positive change. He said, I'll think about it. And if you've had, did yet have a chance to read his response so you can kind of summarize it? So basically, for me, positive change would ideally be moving on from Providence altogether. As unrealistic as that might be, is there any possibility of the Sounders actually being able to end the contract early? For instance, if they found a more palatable shirt sponsor willing to pay a comparable fee, and if there was enough negative press surrounding Providence that they felt like they weren't getting any value out of the deal, could there be a mutual termination? Um, I mean, they,
1: they already got their value out of the deal. That's they're getting $70 million over 10 years. So, um, yeah, they're not Providence is the sponsor for the next decade. I, if you, if you're hoping for that, um, you know, that's not, that's, that's, you know, one thing that I, uh, cause I'm not the voice of this for the Alliance council, I let other people take the lead on Alliance council. Cause I have my voice to the grill FC, uh, to do this and, um, my thing the whole time has been, we can't go backwards. Like you can complain about the Sounders having it, um, but it's not going away. They made the deal. What, what matters to me now moving forward is that they, uh, live the values that they profess to have. Um, you know, I did, I did, I was in a meeting with a bunch of people from Providence and it was a little painful, um, as they, they, you know, did their talking points and. Uh, my big takeaway is just what we need to do is hold the, the sounders to a standard of, that we find acceptable. Um, you know, they won't. I'm sure they won't make this mistake again. Uh, but this is this is who we got. It's not going to change. So, uh, where can we go from here? I think it's to make sure that they implement the programs that uh, they couldn't uh, bring out into the public yet. Uh, and they've talked a little bit about some of the stuff they're doing with Renton. High school and Ritten School Ritten School District—that's uh, going to be really awesome stuff. But you know, Ritten School District is not ready to run those programs yet. So uh, that's surrounding mental health for children, uh, high school students specifically. And um, you know, I've made clear to them that what I want is when these laws come up again, that uh, they they use the the power of the team, whether it's, its voice or it's money to require uh these hospitals to give this to give the care that they're not giving uh, and that they they can't you know whether or not they they can do that because i don't know the contract uh, i don't know but that that is my goal because this it was it was up in the last uh legislative session in washington state there's already been some stuff passed on it that would require these hospitals to give that kind of care um but it has not gone through to the point uh the minor ones have not because what they can do right now, and this is what Providence does, is they um, they out uh, they outsource it. They'll send you to Planned Parenthood to get the care instead of them doing it. Um, but they should be doing the care. So uh, I, I've seen a lot of derogatory stuff about the Catholic Church throughout this process. Um, you know, I would I uh, I've went to education and the Jesuit tradition. So I've seen there's a big broad brush that people use with the church. And I don't think yeah. people understand that the local church is in favor of all the stuff we want. <laughs> like yeah. it's, it's the
0: Jesu- Jesuit Catholic, is especially Jesuits. Think, like, yeah. yeah.
1: But, but most, I mean, in Seattle, like I, I know plenty I've and over my time, I've met plenty of priests, uh, including Jesuits and, and they're all, uh, believe the same good stuff that we believe. So um, I, I think it's there's a problem overall with organizations like this not providing care, especially when they keep eating up all the other hospitals. So yeah, let's just keep the Sounders feet to the fire and make sure that good comes from this because uh, they're not giving up that much money.
0: That's true. You know, it's interesting. And- it's on the
1: cover of the Seattle Storm jerseys and no one has set up people. Oh, really? Yeah, it's on the front. They replaced Swedish a few years back. Same org, obviously. I can only,
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that actually was uh, another Combat Wombat Esquire uh, comment, but I wanted to follow up real quick. Um, is that, yeah, that, that to me, that point you said, it's like, yeah, they could do all this stuff in Renton. That's great. There's good things that you can do, but ultimately, the reason this is even a topic is the fact that you don't give that care or treatment equally to everybody and that to me is the issue right you can do it's it's the same as like and i'm gonna bring f1 up as an example uh all this efforts to be green and say like different types of fuel and we're gonna use less tires because we care about the environment and we're gonna use less gasoline we have hybrid engines now for the last what nine years but you still and are increasingly doing more races in petrol states (laughs) so Mm -hmm. uh a bit hypocritical but you mentioned Swedish, which is actually when I picture a, a Storm jersey, I, I picture Swedish. Um, so I didn't know they changed, but Combat Wombat said, I've heard rumors also that Providence is considering using the Providence Swedish or just the Swedish branding for future shirts.
1: We are using Providence Swedish already. Uh, yes. our, our last two uh, theme tops, including the Pride top, had Providence Swedish on the back.
0: Yeah, but more so, specifically, it still says Providence right in front, right?
1: Right. But but they are using dual branding. What they said was, um, you know, one's a national brand, one's a local brand, which from their perspective makes sense. I mean, that I think what there should be is because lots of teams in the MLS have medical type sponsorships. I think we should talk about sports washing, not right this moment, but in general, we need to have a societal conversation about sports washing and, uh, you know, these these ho- why are these hospital spending money on sports jerseys to you know, it's to create goodwill in times where they are not doing good things necessarily.
0: Yeah. Um, Razé Jose always has some stuff for us to talk about here and let's keep it around. We'll do his number one and number four, his number two, three and five are all Sanders related. Number one, Messi to MLS going to change the MLS future, do you think it's a positive or negative change? I think we've kind of talked about this when it was first announced, but I think we can recap it real quick. Yeah,
1: think? I mean, I think overall positive. I mean, it's bringing... I think there's a lot of people out there with bad takes, like, oh, it's showing what a joke the the league is, you know, that they're just bringing in old, retired players. But that's the thing, and most, most teams are not doing that. And Messi is still... He's not at the top of his game, but he's still, like, the best best player in the world. Like, come on. So uh, I'm thinking there has to be major roster changes uh, moving forward because they want more players like this to come in. And it's in, in You know, Miami at this point. I don't know if they're going to make the playoffs. They're going to have to be really good. Of course, today they announced that they're about yeah. to finalize a deal to bring in Suarez. So they really already what? have. Yeah. So, so
0: uh, wait, did you. Know, you did, there's two other Barcelona players. Who are they again? Uh, Biscuits, yeah, busquets and Jordi Alba,
1: and, and now, now Suarez. <laughs>
0: they're gonna have Suarez, so, Jordi Alba, busquets and Messi. The, yeah, so Suarez
1: no... was oh. Suarez was supposed to sign for the Sounders. Um, yeah, uh, Craig Weibel talked about this the other day, and he ended up choosing his hometown club instead of that. Instead of us, he's gonna play for league minimum for all those those months leading into the World Cup just to get time. So that would have been real cool to have him here for a short time. Someone's like, what if he bites people? I'm like, good. I want a, I want a good goal-to-bite ratio. But um,
0: a yeah, goal he's, ratio.
1: yeah, so he's going to uh, – they're, they're bringing in Suarez there too. So they're basically rebuilding a 10-year-old Barcelona team. And the funny thing is they are so far in first place – last place, excuse me, that they're going to have to do some work to, to even make the playoffs. But if they make the playoffs, uh, I think we probably will be hosting – Messi and, and company, and they almost got final in Seattle. <laughs> we finally
0: know. So I, I think uh, there's 10 matches left for the. I feel like everyone's going into League's Cup, which is uh, Jose Jose's next one. So a little, little hint there. But so does everyone, do you know, will have 10 matches remaining after League's Cup?
1: It seems right. Yeah.
0: Okay. That, it seems only fair, right? To even everyone up, but it's MLS, so nothing is fair when you can sign. Barcelona, circa 2012. Um, interesting. Anyway, uh, League's Cup opinion: Can we reach the final? Raze Jose asks. Sure, uh, uh, I I'm doubtful because we're playing
1: Salt Lake at Salt Lake this coming Saturday, and um, we can't win
0: in Salt Lake. That's like that's like FC Dallas in Seattle. Just they can't win.
1: Yeah, so uh if we can get three points there which we don't need we just we but then we have to come home and play monterey which is not going to be easy either so can we win it all yeah if if we get our players back and play like we have that if our team plays like the talent we have on the field and on our roster Mm -hmm. we can easily win it we're still one of the better that's the thing for all the crap that we've been throwing on the field we're still third place in the west like we're still, I think, fourth in the power rankings. We'll in the get MLS. We'll get to that.
0: We'll get to we'll get yeah. to centers. I have an opinion about that, and we've kind of talked about it before about like yeah. how lucky we've been table wise. But um and I think and I, I might have read this wrong. Sorry, Rose Jose. Uh Leagues Cup opinion. And can we reach the finals? So what's your general opinion on the Leagues Cup? Have we talked about that? Oh
1: no. Um I mean I think I'm for it for a few reasons. One is if we want to get the best players in the region, we have to be the better uh, Mm -hmm. league. And the only way we're going to do that is by showing that we're beating Mexican teams time and time again, because their roster's size and their salary cap is so much higher than ours, like ridiculously higher. So Mm -hmm. um, it'll be a, I I like the idea of it. I mean, I think it was fun last time when it was just like a, a mixed Mishmash of teams, but mm-hmm. having all the teams in here is pretty cool.
0: Yeah, I haven't really looked at the structure of it because it's a different pool of teams, nearly thirty for MLS. Right, so,
1: so it's top. I think top two from each group go through, and then it just goes into a um, you know a format where you. But can... they're
0: they're evenly spread out, right? Because obviously we're playing R- Real Salt Lake, so it's not like it's MLS versus Mexico or Liga MX. Mm-hmm. But and every it, game they're, versus they're mixed uh, in there
1: every game versus a Mexican team will be at home for us because uh, we would, it's all the games in the United States and they're not yeah. doing, I, I thought they would do uh, neutral sites for those games, but they're not. Interesting.
0: Well, yeah, I'm, I'm for it. And I think that was the right time to do something like this. Obviously, like you said, they did the, the miniature version last year, but I think with us winning CONCACAF last year and it, We've been there's been an MLS team in the final for the last few years, um, right? There's one. Was there an MLS team in the final the year before us in 2021? In Concacaf, that, yeah. Or in LA, LAFC this year, us last year. I feel like LAFC was in it, and well, either way, there was another team. But people are yelling at their speakers. But um, yeah, now's the right last time. Week. But now, now, now's the right time, especially you get signings like Messi and like that's definitely going to create a ripple effect on how the structure of the league is because that is, that's, we can't just allow that to happen and then not change things for other teams, right? That's clearly something's going on behind the scenes that are twisting up rules and salary figures and whatever, like that. It's, right. not, and it's, it's not how it was, but that's not what the league wants. The league wants to grow and there's going to be Beckham things that happen, right? Beckham right. I, I wouldn't Eagle, expect so. them to happen to
1: us though. That's the thing is we're not Miami, Atlanta, New York, New York, Los Angeles, or Los but Angeles. But the ability we, we to
0: do it, not, whether, whether or not we're the type of club that will do things like that is one thing, but to have,
1: yeah. I worry, I worry that we're going to become the Seattle Mariners where we refuse to spend a win, the championship, we're just happy making it to the playoffs uh, if we can.
0: Uh, well, we've only missed the playoffs once and we have two championships domestically. We have a, we'll call it an international trophy and four, I'll just say U.S. Open Cups. Mariners have jack shit. So I get what you're saying, but in a very short time comparatively, we've actually won some stuff so it's
1: because we were one of the halves and we no longer are we no That's longer true.
0: can compared to the rest of the league yeah deuce was yeah. a have
1: yeah, and we sure. compared to the rest of the league we're still a have but compared to those teams we're never going to be able to outspend them so we have to build rosters in a different way
0: i don't know man the way climate change is going we're going to be a tropical climate lots of people are going to be traveling here to enjoy that 75 degree january weather <laughs> We're going to be the hot spot. It's going to be a desert south of Portland, basically. So we're going to be a hot spot. Um, And I think the last thing, and I will make this actually our break song instead of the the usual Sounders fight song. We're going to do the MLS Season Pass theme song as our break music so you can get an opinion about it. But did you listen to it when I sent it to you? Was that what you tried to play over your thing? Yeah, we tried to do it but. Over the yeah, it was to me. It was pretty soundboard. awful. Soundboard. <laughs> it's basically just sounds like they put a microphone in the stands of a game. <sighs> you just hear clap, like thumping and clapping. And I never really, I, I think it's just so blah that I've never actually thought I was listening to anything that was composed by anybody. I just thought it was just random sounds they were playing while I'm trying to watch. The Sounders on Apple TV. Are you listening to it now? No. Oh, okay. Anyway, I don't think it's, like, bad, but I just... It's so blah, so... Apple um, Apple
1: TV, pa- which still doesn't work on Android after a month. They still have not fixed it. Good job, Apple.
0: <laughs> Good
1: fucking job.
0: Anyway, this is Paul, who said MLS, theme, MLS Season Pass theme song and dropped it in our mailbag. So, basically asking for our opinions, I guess, so... Uh, my opinion is blah. Um, don't even make I, 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 is it even a theme song, or is it just yeah, I mean, it, it an intro doesn't song? Strike
1: me as icon- iconic. The way that like NBA on NBC or Ooh. NFL on Fox. Like we need we need some iconic. Music that will be remembered. This,
0: isn't yeah, it. this is Basketball. Basketball. Speaking
1: of which, shout out to Dickie V who has uh, gotten cancer again and is third time. it. Yeah. So it's real bummer. He's such a uh, influence in terms of like growing up, and it's gotta be the shoes, baby. All that.
0: Stuff. Yeah, for sure. All right, well, I'm going to play that sound from MLS Season Pass, form your opinions. We'll see you on the other side and talk about some sounders. you enjoyed that music. This sounds a little bit better. Numero dos. It's Spanish for my next beer.
1: Spanish for the Nino. The
0: All right. Sounders. Sounders, Sounders, Sounders. Uh, we played Vancouver what a week and a half ago
1: we should have recorded after vancouver that would have been such a joyous yeah it's been a while since we've been happy that that would have been like i was so excited because i didn't think about the fact that we had we had all-star stuff and so So, i was just like oh we're gonna talk about you
0: for sure so here 10 seconds what happened to vancouver
1: uh, we fell behind. And then, uh, Brad Evans sat down and talked to me about his goals and dreams in life and asked about where I lived. And then we scored a bunch of goals and won. Thank you, Leo Chu. Oh, that's right. You watched it with Brad, didn't you?
0: Yeah. Yeah. I watched it. With Brad oh, you mentioned Evans, that in so, the last show. Oh yeah. So cool. how was that? Super fun. Got, talk about that. Yeah. It was super, super seconds. fun.
1: Brad, Brad, of course is a really nice guy and, uh, you know, wacky and he's off jumping into, cause it was on a house, uh, right on, uh, in Burien, right on the Puget Sound. So he was so jumping he in the water off. and, mm-hmm. oh yeah, yeah, we got to see his dreamy abs for sure. And, and, you know, he's an awesome guy. He, he, yeah, you know, I'm, I'm around him a lot. And by a lot, I mean, you know, I'm in the same vicinity talking to people with him three or four times a year. And that's the first time we've had a real conversation. So that was super cool. And, uh, just, it was enjoyable. And, and, you know, shout out to Tim, who is Carmen for the Vice President of Alliance Council's fiance for inviting me. He got that at the gala for rave foundation and um, just super fun. So yeah, I, uh, I really enjoyed hanging out with Brad and really hanging out with a bunch of people and watching, watching soccer together and I it good, didn't start I out good. so great.
0: Yeah, well, I mean, that was all right. That's the kind of match that we have not seen this year. Mm. Other than that one, right? But that is the kind of match that we've seen in our championship years, right? Teams are going to score goals on us. Whether it's one, two, three, they're going to happen. We're not going to go a whole season without giving up a goal, right? When those goals happen and how we respond is what builds character. We've always considered us to have a team that has strong character, will, and, and they do. And and I'm not saying they don't right now. They're not showing it, but we have a lot of the same players that have come back from deficits to tie and win matches. There's tons of them in our, in our MLS history. That was refreshing to see. Mm-hmm. To not struggle to find the net, to continue doing our vroom, vroom, Mazda, engine that we talked about on the last show. Um, You know what I'm talking
1: about? Yeah. How we talked about like
0: our offense actually just rotating like a, like a hurricane almost. Just everyone moving and and playing and communicating well. And they did it again. So that, it felt really good to see that.
1: It was the first time I had fun watching the Sounders in quite some time. It was also the last time I had fun watching the Sounders, Mm. but that's (laughs) a different story. Yeah.
0: (laughs) Um, let's see. I had a note here. Did you hear? Or did, you, did you? I guess you were talking to Brad. But shout out to the you just oh, got yammed. You got yammed. You so handsome. Yammed. You so handsome guy that was sitting next to the cameraman. <laughs> yeah, or the, it, the guy with the mic. But he was yeah. near,
1: you know it was like one of the standing mics that just records the crowd. So he was yeah. really into it. Yeah, it I, I read about it right on in Twitter the foci and, of that. and saw it because of that. You know. um, I guess it was better getting Yamar than getting Newhooed, like we did this last match, which is why uh, we didn't win. But you know, it's uh,
0: it's okay. So, what was the what was the final score? Refresh everyone's mind.
1: Uh, if I'm remembering, a if I'm remembering correctly, I think it was three to two, right? We were down two to one. We were down one nothing and two to one, and we came back and won three to two.
0: Is that correct? Mm-hmm. I do believe um, we got three two. Yep. It was and one, also, of, one of the
1: goal. One of only what two or three matches in the last uh, couple months, or more than that, for quite some time. The last, thought. yep. What four or five months where we've scored more than one goal?
0: That is correct. That is correct. Oh, I forgot they scored two for a second. I was like, "Damn, yeah the the gold guy." So, Veselinovic. In the 24th minute, gets a goal, assisted by their, their DP, Gauld. And then Leo Chu, baby, assisted by Jackson Reagan.
1: Yeah, Jackson had a great game there mm-hmm. and and um, continues to be pretty good. Um, and that was and
0: that was the 16th minute. Yeah. And then they answered to go up 2-1, 70 sec- 72nd minute, Gauld again. Uh, and then Leo Chu assists by Jackson Reagan again. Four minutes later in the 76 to tie it up. Hell yeah. I'm like reliving. This just seems so long ago. It's been a week and a half. Um, sometimes, normally, this is like our last game. Uh, but, yeah, we've done three of them. Yamar, Gomez, Andrade. Oh, that's right. God, that was such an exciting match. That was it was just fun. There's, a, there's red cards. By the way, I don't understand their coach. He seems like a very nice guy. Love the support. <laughs> Uh, it, was, it was a pride match for for Canada. They do they do pride a little later than us. So his, his I think it was like an ally shirt, community. Um, it's great. Seems like an awesome dude. I don't understand. Just looking at him, I don't get him as a human being. He <laughs> looks like a puppet. A Muppet. Yeah, I don't know. I <laughs> don't understand. I just look I was, at him. I'm like, are you a human being?
1: He's a good coach. I'll say that much. Uh So, Yeah.
0: Anyway, and, and another me judging people by the, the way they look. Um, both this is a comment on both San Jose and Vancouver supporters, and I think I've said this before. that The Southsiders all look like fourteen-year-olds. Every single damn one of them. Did you notice? That? Yeah. Is this I don't is this really, literally an after-school I mean, program that comes and says that the Southsiders they all look fourteen? Shout out to Curva
1: Collective and all of the uh, awesome supporter groups for Vancouver um, Southsiders. Yeah, whatever. <laughs>
0: Well, I'll make fun of them and you shout them out. And then San Jose... No, I'm not shouting
1: out Southsiders. I'm shouting out the uh, other groups.
0: Oh, okay. Uh, San Jose Ultras. Um, I thought there was just a few times where some people, unfortunately, took their shirt off and just were doing, just being belly no. people. But I didn't know that was actually a thing. Yeah, and well, they were San... showing their stands and like 50% of the dudes are belly yeah, so... out. And I'm like... Okay, they're San Jose ultras are
1: awful. Uh, they've always been awful. When we first started, my buddy was a member. And for the first year, he was allowed to hang out with me. The second year, he could hang out for a little bit. And then by the third year, he was not even allowed to s- spend time with me when coming to Seattle. Uh, and it's like during the oh, match, I get it. it, it went deep. But, but yeah, so I, you know, uh, uh, even the other supporter groups in San Jose hate the ultras.
0: So well uh, why are they the number one why are they, they were, the ECS? Oh, they're they got they got their stand.
1: Yeah. The oh, the, the the other supporter groups sit uh away from them in San Jose, somewhere else.
0: San Jose, a fun place to be. I I I mean
1: I I am a fan of San Jose. I live well technically in Santa Clara. Um where that, that that uh stadium is in Santa Clara, it's not in San Jose. Uh, and uh, I I like that little stadium. It's fun. It's I. It's a really it great nice. soccer-specific stadium. They have uh, the scoreboard there that has it, it's double-sided, so you can go out on the other side, get food from one of the all the food trucks out there, and sit down and have a little picnic with your family, like at halftime or before the game. Like it's it's pretty cool. I'm I'm a big fan of that place.
0: Hmm, okay. All right. So Vancouver three two, great team win. We were down. We tied it. We're down again. Second half. We've come back. Stoppage time, 91st minute. Hell yeah. Go to win the game. That's how you leave Canada. Then last Wednesday. Was it last Wednesday? It was last Wednesday. San Jose. We just talked about their stadium, their supporters. But um, we looked really, really good. It looked like the second half of Vancouver without the goals. Right? So what... you are saying
1: the San Jose game? Yeah, game?
0: I thought the first half we looked good. Mm-hmm. We weren't putting the ball in the net, but I, I it felt like I'm actually I have notes here, so this isn't yeah. hidden behind. I put I was putting these down for the first time ever, watching from home. I was like, hey, I'm, I'm gonna, I have a thought.
1: I was watching from the Alliance Council meeting. We called it, uh, call we got we we ended the meeting right beforehand and sat in the ninety and watched the game in, inside the ninety on the big screen.
0: Oh, cool. Um, I lost where I was at. Where am I? Thing, yeah. So, Yamar did not have his best game. I will say that, not at all. And I thought Obed broke his arm.
1: Oh, so, I mean, the only thing I can think is I that couldn't because, watch the replay because so, so, the young young teenager his his bones are a little more little less rigid than the rest of us because like he was
0: just came whole, out of the oh man, holy yeah.
1: cow, yeah. He he, especially when they showed the slow motion the last time. Yeah, that thing looked broken. Well, I, he I was
0: laying that. on the ground not moving his forearm. Yeah. And I was like, it's broken. And I'm not watching this replay. I'm like, there, there's there been too many replays of sports where I, my turns Oof. my stomach. That That's that's my, like, one thing. That yeah, might, like. Yeah. That for me That started, was a chair, not me farting. Um, well, they,
1: in the Super Bowl between when Tim Crumry, the, the lineman
0: for. Didn't say uh, we have to talk about injuries.
1: Yeah, I'm just saying he, that was one they showed on TV over and over again in the Super Bowl, Tim Kremeri against the 49ers, and uh, ever since then, yeah, I will not watch it. In um, well, that they, that one it looked seems bad.
0: socially now they aren't doing. I mean, they're not showing replay. They'll like they'll show the initial one and then, or they'll say something like, uh, "For those if, the if they know they they don't yeah. always know." Yeah. Well, no, I mean, but they will say it like, if yeah, if they know they're hurt, yeah. Anyway, um, but again, we own possession. I thought we had a lot of confidence. Um, man, and I didn't know this stat. They put it up. We are, we are second in MLS in possession. And if you leave it at that, people are going to argue, well, how much is that in the, your defensive third? We're first in completed passes in the opponent half in the league. That's cr- fucking crazy considering we're not scoring goals and we didn't score a damn goal in this match. And they brought those stuff in the game because we were doing that in the game. We were owning the yes. ball, and we were owning it in their half. In the first half. <laughs> in the first half, yes.
1: Right. I think, I think we should put a pin in that point, though, until the next game, because that's where this is going to be truly evident about okay. how good we are on possession.
0: Well, they did. At the point I made this note, they, I think it was still nil-nil. Uh, but there was a goal that was called back that San Jose scored for offside that harkened back to our last episode. We were talking about the new VR VAR rules or the, mm-hmm. uh, not VR, the offside rule. Whereas your last body part keeps you onside versus your first body part yeah. makes you offside. Right. Is that the, is that, that's the, the one the they're difference? trying
1: out in a couple leagues. Yeah. Three leagues.
0: Yeah. Germany and somewhere else. So that last go- that that goal would have counted. It was like a perfect example of that's what they're trying to do. So I thought that was interesting. Made me think about it. All right, lead us into FC Dallas. So, drop
1: two points at San Jose. Oh, we lost that game. We dropped three points at San Jose, mm-hmm. and uh, that was a not a must win, obviously, but a, a must tie because of where they are behind us in the standings. And then we come into Dallas, making this a must-win game. Uh, we They are, again, right behind us in the standings. Uh, not not right behind us. There are a couple games now, but they're all bunch up right there. and uh, Come in for the Bruce Lee match, which was super awesome. I loved all the pre-match stuff. They actually had an orchestra out there playing um, the uh, themes from... Uh, Enter the okay, Dragon. Enter
0: the Dragon. Yeah. yeah, which
1: was super cool. That's w- one of my favorite movies. So uh, I was loving that. And, um, of course, even on Bruce Lee Day, uh, you had people complaining on Twitter that they're wearing Bruce Lee jerseys again and not the the, the green that looks like we've been run over. And uh,
0: hey, so. You like the, the new kit. Yeah, the I like it fine. I, I don't.
1: I don't love green. That was my
0: that was my initial reaction. You're like, I
1: don't know about that. I, yeah, like that. I just I don't I'm, I just don't like the green jerseys. Like we always have green. I'm over it. But uh, more importantly, I'm
0: over uh, we the com- Sounders, so that's
1: good. We come so. out and look awesome, and yeah. uh, I think I think first 15 minutes we kind of settle in, and then they have a little bit of uh, possession, and then we put on one of the most dominant performances. I've ever seen from the Sounders where over a five minute period, we had possession for four minutes and 50 seconds, 98%.
0: Of I didn't eight. know that.
1: Oh, it was wild. So we absolutely dominated, but could not get the ball in. Did the ball so, go out of
0: bounds? It was a goal kick. And for that like eight seconds, we didn't have possession. No, they had
1: possession for the other part. So
0: well, that's eight, what I mean. That that, yeah. that eight so, seconds, was it in the air? <laughs>
1: <laughs> I mean, it's just crazy. You look at this team, and we—if we could finish, we would be dominating the league. We just look oh. so much better than all these teams.
0: Dominant would be an understatement, I mean, yeah. and, and the fact that we're sitting in third right now—that's current—is is that right? Uh, yeah, third. I believe so. Yep. All right, you, you, you double-check that. Say I'm wrong um, if I am. But the last we've scored more than one goal, two times. Since April 1st.
1: We did drop to 4th on... Uh, behind Salt Lake.
0: Okay. So, last time we April scored... 1st, So we've only had... What was it? It was Charlotte and mm. then Vancouver just a week and yeah. a half ago. And Charlotte was a month ago? Mm. So, April 1st. It is July 18th. Yeah. If we don't score two goals... Granted, there will be a month off basically, um, and I'm talking about MLS goals because we did score multiple goals in the US Open Cup against San Diego or yeah, whatever. But in terms of MLS, that is insane. It was five four.
1: Yeah, who did we lose to in the in the? Was it was LA Galaxy. LA? I don't Galaxy. remember. We lost to Galaxy. Galaxy. Yeah, we that's down, right. We went down I, there. That's well, oh yeah, that was like the bottom of the barrel for us i forgot yeah Uh, so i blacked it out
0: yeah i mean here's the thing but think about that we haven't scored only two games we scored multiple goals since april 1st over three months and we're in third place so if we were scoring multiple goals in just a handful of other matches just a handful pick four three we'd be first and then some
1: but what's the difference in this last game Against Dallas compared to all the other games this season. What's 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 new since April?
0: What's new since April?
1: Yeah. What? Why? What?
0: What was added to our roster
1: that made us look the best we've looked all season?
0: Well, I mean, Christian.
1: Oh boy, Christian changed everything. He's everything played, was but different. He's, but he's played since April. But not like that. Yeah. He came back hungry he... and fiery. Yeah. Like. It's because wasn't it mid April when he got hurt?
0: Yeah, it was just before Portland. The Thursday yeah. before Portland is when he was pulled.
1: Right. So this, this was, was his first back, like sixteen seventy. all the way ready to go. So uh, you saw, and you saw Leo trying to hit, hit players on that secondary run that mm-hmm. he always makes. Like, we're going to be really dangerous if we can play like this. And it was really exciting. I just don't know how do we get everyone on the field? That's my big question. Maybe that's a discussion for a bit, but it,
0: wow. Well, I, well, it literally is a discussion we need to have because someone asked it. Um, let's get into... Real quick. Some of our, our scuttlebutt for Sounders, yeah. real, real quick, go ahead.
1: Uh, kind of upset. You know, we looked fine in both games. We we're not good in the second half, though. Of But dropping five points out of a potential six it's big. Um, with those teams that are right behind us, uh, that, that could be a turning point this season. This is what we've been talking
0: yeah, and that and that is the fact that we're at third, fourth now, whatever. And and the fact we we're at fourth means means we're dropping. We didn't seem to be dropping really, really first second. I don't really consider dropping this early in the season if you are just hanging up there as the top two. But the the performance were, performances we've been putting in have been lackluster. We we've been critical of them instead of celebrating the the matches, even though we're hanging out near the top of the table. That that shows that we're not playing well. We all know this. We're not yeah. scoring well. We all know this. So now it's I think I mentioned this two episodes ago that we're, that that's not sustainable. We are on the fence. We're going to start plummeting. And it is not like there's a gap. It, it, this and I'm not oh, honest, no. and don't get me wrong. I'm not concerned about missing the playoffs, but if we continue playing like this, we won't make the playoffs. Even with yeah. the new format. If we play like yeah. this, we won't we will plummet. So, something right, because, does need to change, but it doesn't uh, seem like we need to ship four people out and bring four people in. No, we, no, have well, what we, we, need. we won't.
1: Yeah, uh, I hope. But, you know, Austin's four points behind us, but they have a game in hand. San Jose is four points behind us, but they have a game in hand. Vancouver is five points behind us. They have two games in hand. Dallas and Houston are right down there. They have, they have. So, I mean, with the, if we drop the first couple back from the Leagues Cup break, like, yeah. we very well could be in 10th or 11th place. I mean, Minnesota has two games in hand. Uh, granted, we're, we're, we're 10 points ahead of them. But also, on the other note, uh, although St. Louis does have a game in hand on us, uh, we are only five points behind them. So uh, at this point, anything's possible. And if we, if we go into this Leagues Cup and bring it all together, which is what I think is going to happen, uh, I don't know if we're going to advance because we have to play at Salt Lake. But if we if we get, you know, these two games in and and uh, figure out a way to advance, uh, I could see us making a good run and then coming out just just firing down the stretch.
0: Okay, I can see that. Um, One note I want to one last thing I want to say about FC Dallas is we didn't score a goal. That's right. Yeah, that that. It was one-one draw, but we didn't score. Who
1: and Dallas sh- scored twice. That shot from that defender was beautiful. If he was a striker into opposing goal, like that was a great shot. I was it was super impressive. He just happened to be kicking it into his own goal.
0: <laughs> yeah, legit. And and actually, it was this match, right? The uh, goal goal of the year, possibly. Their other it- goal,
1: I don't I don't recall what it wasn't was. It
0: wasn't it the uh, volley from like. 24 yards out, or was that no, that was San Jose? That was San, was San Jose. Jose. Oh, you're right. Okay. Now I don't even remember this one. Is All Right. Come on, go. It
1: was a header where New Who was running along with him and instead of staying with him and playing defense, went, Oh, I'm going to head the ball and left the man alone one on one with the keeper and missed the header and basically made it uh, so that he could just head it right into the goal because New Who left the man. So that's that's what I meant when I said earlier we got New Who'd.
0: Welcome back, Stephen Fry. Sorry. Um, All right, let's get into some scuttlebutt about the Sounders as we wrap this up, because it'll probably cover some things that I want to talk about as well in terms of our, what lineup do we do? Um, Comments like you just made about New Who. Like, I, I am a little bit concerned about not even so much his performance, but his actions on the field. We've talked about him being petulant before, but there's... A little bit more consistent. He's. Yeah. I, I don't like how he acts on the field. Is what I'm trying to say. Right. All right. And so I, let me scroll up. Let's, here. Yeah. Let's
1: let's talk about that because. That, uh, tell me when you're ready. <laughs> All
0: right. So how about I want to start at the top here, um, Paul, since he's, he's the first one to give us some scuttle button. this was actually, geez, about a week ago. So I want to I want to give him a shout out for giving this to us. Um. Actually, I feel terrible. San Jose and Dallas are tied by points. Which do we have a better chance against and why? Uh, sorry, Paul. Dallas is what I would have said. I would have said yeah. Dallas. I would have, too, because going, to, going to
1: San Jose is going, going to San rest. Jose.
0: Yeah, exactly. I would have said that, too. Um, and actually, we should have focused on Dallas a little bit more. I did not like how long we kept. That's something we didn't talk about. How long we kept our. We
1: didn't rotate that much. We didn't
0: rotate very well. And, yeah. and Jackson uh, actually talked about that on um, post game. Uh, or was it Senators FC Weekly? Either way, Jackson talked about it. Our friend. Um, Patrick GC, what's our optimal starting lineup with everyone healthy? This is the – what is the purpose of life question? <laughs> like, what? Are, why are we here? This cannot you know, be answered. Our he has a follow-up to it. but oh, We will never see our
1: optimal starting lineup because Schmetzer will not play 2-4.
0: Okay, so that actually should we switch to? A, he he says a two four four, and I was like no, and then I realized what he was saying four, to four, get Morris and Rui Rui Diaz up top with Chu on the left and rolled on on the right, Rusnak yeah. and and Paolo in the middle. Um, which he's just yeah. already saying he wants Nico as a super sub, uh, which yep. actually leads into yep. another question. But I I love that I love yeah that.
1: Obed Obed for for Morris and make it happen.
0: Yeah, and why? Why do we need two CDMs? Like the the four four two is the the staple, the standard, the the something the uh, adjust. I mean, from here that. here
1: here's why uh, we play with two CDMs, and we've been doing it. Uh, Aussie was special, so you didn't since need to do it as much. Aussie, yeah. But we've been doing it with Gustav, even though Gustav was as good as Aussie. He's he's a legend in his own right. Mm-hmm. It, it, it's because underrated the, sounder,
0: by the way. Oh.
1: He doesn't so, get enough
0: love. Yeah, he's 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 one of the top five all time in my book. I, and Ivan Shits too. I there, I loved him. He's not top five all time, but yeah, no, I wouldn't I say agree. top five. But yeah. I, I I also think he was underrated. But yeah, yeah. continue your thought.
1: Uh, but but we play out of out of we treat our number six like the quarterback of the team and moves everything forward and is meant to make those through passes to. The center attacking mid, left mid, right mid, who then can either play with it or cross it, because we don't usually play through the middle into the forward. We should. Uh, we saw we saw last match, uh, Rui Diaz dropping back a lot because he wasn't getting service. Um, we also saw a team that was afraid to to shoot. It felt like we were just like passing it around mm-hmm. the top of the box, and I, I first
0: an opponent half passes. And that's probably yeah. why is <laughs> we're. <laughs> So so yeah, I mean perfect shot.
1: And we were so good. Like we looked amazing and couldn't mm. score. So I and and to be fair, if that defense, if 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 that ball had gotten through to to uh Christian, he scores. So it's not an own goal. Like the, the that part it was wide open for whoever got the ball first to kick it into the goal. Um it's
0: I just not what the stats say, Cameron. The the stats say it was an own goal. It was an I, own goal. I, but, I, I know, I know, I know. <laughs>
1: Uh, it was a great own goal, <laughs> but
0: you're saying that's what history is going to remember is that right. we, we it's not what we, was going to happen. It's what did happen. Right. So
1: I just think that because of that's how we play, uh, that's because and and here's the other thing is we're, we're getting an optimal lineup minus Christian and Morris beforehand based on the players we had. And Schmetzer, I mean, there is even an interview with Uh, rusnak who said you know i i'm glad that i can play in the center now this is where i'm best this is my position and i'm looking forward Mm. to see what i can do and then we're still not even though he's center attacking mid we're not playing him there they're he they're they're doing a um diamond shift the whole time uh which in theory is good but it's not working uh Mm. ozzy super sub love it not ozzy oh gosh nico Uh, nico ozzy did sub on for Atlanta the other day while i was waiting watching it at the bar though before the game (laughs) But yeah, Nico oh. super sub, uh, love it. Like,
0: uh, and he was know, one. He, he was one in this match. I texted you that. I was like, this is yeah. a perfect. This is a perfect. Uh, I forgot what I said. Perfect uh, opportunity to see what a super sub would look like, right?
1: Basically. And that's that's what I want because uh, he is going to eat tired teams alive. Even though it didn't mm-hmm. be cool. so I think I think my ideal lineup is two at the top. You know, just switching from two center defensive mids like that. I think. Uh, I, I'm sorry, who was it that, that made the comment in the Discord?
0: Um, Patrick JC.
1: Patrick, you are very intelligent, uh, and uh, I agree.
0: Morris and Rui mm-hmm. Diaz up top, Chu on the left, Roldan on the right, Rusinek and Paolo in the middle. Yeah, I I, I think I'll be quick here because I want to keep moving, but I think JP is is perfectly suited. For the Aussie role, the mm-hmm. the, the the number six. Um, there's no reason we need he needs any help back there if we're doing everything correctly, and we ha- absolutely have the players that, that that Patrick just mentioned that we agree on, that will keep us passing the ball in the opponent and a half in the opponent's half, and we will get some shots off. I mean, with Chu dishing it, and Christian Christian can certainly dish it. And he can dish it from the inside, too.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, that's that's what I want to see a little bit more out of, of Chu. Because I see when he cuts in, it's that's when it's kind of like, okay, this is wrecking ball time. Kind of like New Who, where it's like, he's not going to do anything with this other than fuck it up. Oh, Chu, a a, Chu actually yeah. gets in there and actually does something. Yeah. Yeah. But what he but he's better at is that, that, that swinging in curler. From the left-hand side, that defenders can't get a foot out in time for that thing. Just but if and if he, he doesn't cut in
1: some it. right, but if he doesn't cut in sometimes, then that's not dangerous because they're just going to run him to the line. So That's why. He I, but I him.
0: but I think I think he once he does cut, he's just so like woohoo because he's that fucking technically good. He can beat anyone. Yeah. So I think he's, he just needs to hone that in. He's really raw at dribbling in traffic like that and actually having it. He's the best one on the team right now that could do it anyway. So I want him to keep doing it, but his, right now we're getting better production. I mean, in my mind, in he's, the, he's the best
1: player on the team right
0: now. I, I wanted to tweet that out, but I was like, I'm not going to get back on Twitter in time to defend myself or cheer with my people that agree yeah. with me. It, it, but I do it, think know, right now he's the best performing player on the Sounders.
1: Yeah, and I also worry a little bit uh, because he's out of contract after this year, and so he might need to take up a DP slot next year. So our, our roster next year is going to be very different one way or another. Hopefully we can get him at of TAM. Yeah, Hopefully.
0: I don't I don't see Rui Diaz being a, a DP for us next year. We're going to have to figure that out. Right, again. but if but I, if I, I, we're going to have two more spots and then maybe more thanks to Messi.
1: Right, but if it's Rui Diaz and Nico and you're just replacing them with Chu, like I'm that's you're not Chu actually and adding both those Blair. guys
0: can go if that's if that's what need, it needs to happen oh, to keep I
1: think they I think both might stay for less money.
0: That's fine with me, but as long as Chu stays, and we're I'm able just saying to we get need, some DPs I think as well. we need some DPs, yeah, that's that's yes. what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, we need Chu and actual performing DPs. We have very talented, still best, top 10 in their position, but they have the skills to give them that, that status. They don't have the speed anymore. To really dominate, especially not Nico, and Nico's yeah, the slowest Nico. player on our team. Yeah. yeah, and it shows. And I think that's what is allowing teams to kind of catch up defensively to form some fort of of, of wall when we do have the possession. He's not, it's not helping the breakaway. Um, is what I'm trying to say. I mean, actually, uh, number three, Raze Jose. Uh, number three being Raze Jose's third question, Leo Chu. Should have been an MLS All-Star question mark, since we were just talking about them.
1: Yeah, I think so. But but here's the thing, is the problem is when you only have, what, 18 players or whatever because of you're playing another team, Yeah, um, it makes it difficult.
0: Well, here's the thing. I don't really understand how MLS All-Star voting happens, if it was fan-based or not. Uh, we're not going to have a lot of fans of us right now. Uh, or ever, because with this. I standards. mean, look, looking looking at the Lions roster, two hasn't been consistently an all star all season. He's had
1: so it's voted and picked. Let's look at the roster real quick. Uh, coach picked Christian Benteke from DC United. Um, Dennis Buongo was voted in from LAFC. Christian Espinoza from San Jose. Jesus Ferrer from FC Dallas voted in, and then uh, Kai Kamara was picked by the commissioner. Jordan Morris was voted in, and. Giorgios Giacomakis from Atlanta was was a coach's pick, so he's not getting in any of them. And if you wanted to put him at a midfield, even though they're considering wingers to be uh, forwards here, he's not getting in over Diego Amada or he's um,
0: not in the top. Joseph four Martinez, goals Aiden or Morris,
1: Hanny Mukhtar, he like he's not boy. getting in in any of these players. So, yeah. sadly, I mean, I love him. I think he's the best player on our team right now, but the. There's some really, I mean, Mukhtar is so good, and he's he's uh, likely going to become MVP again the way he's playing this year. And I just think about what he, if he had come to the Sounders, like expected, what it would have been like.
0: Yeah. You know what's funny? So Jordan's the only one that made the All Star game, right? Mm hmm. So Yamar is actually leading the league in interceptions by a good chunk with 54. Reyes has 47 for Red Bulls. Mascara and M- Nibuoto. Nibuoto from from C- both from Cincinnati. Wow, they have 43 and 42, respectively. Hell no. But Yamar is number one by seven. And Stefan Fry, who missed two MLS matches, leads the league with 11 clean sheets to Celitano and Cincinnati with nine. And Saroy, Sarong, Montreal, Nine as well. So Stephen Fry has two more clean sheets and has missed two games. Mm-hmm. And he's not I mean, in the, the All-Star game. Yamar's not in the All-Star game. Jordan Morris is probably because he's on the men's national team, despite the vitriol we hear about him and Christian. Yeah. So this is, uh, this is some Sounders hate. So that's why i I mean, thing. the thing, thing is, I just he don't have... enough assists, he wouldn't be in.
1: I, I don't still... Yeah, I mean, but even if you look at his players that were selected, uh, people get voted in, but by the coach coaching staff i mean you got john tolkien who has four assists which is one of the reasons you make it in but he's a left back really tim parker of st louis who you know they're even better than we are defensively uh and then ryan Hollingshead. Or i don't even know hollingshead i don't know how you pronounce his name but the, the yeah, dude from lafc uh who has been dominant uh you know again a fullback uh, so the only one is the philadelphia union jacob Glesnes. i guess i don't know how to pronounce that either but uh, he made it last year too, so um, Philly has only allowed 22 goals this year. There's there's not just not a lot of room there based on what the coaches get to pick because everyone else is voted in.
0: Yeah, I think Keeper's pretty clear to me though. Maybe he didn't because he was on concussion in the last couple of weeks. Yeah, I mean you've got I that, but like you've got
1: R- Roman Roman Berkey was voted in from St Louis FC. He's he's awesome. Um. You know, he uh, leads MLS with 76 saves and uh, has a 75% save percentage, one of only four. uh, I guess saving the ball is pretty important, too. Yeah. (laughs) I'm only looking at one stat. Then the coaches' picks were the New England uh, goalie, who uh, is second in the MLS in saves, and then the DC United... You know, it's in DC, so their goalie got in, which is one and only Tyler Miller, baby, the guy that would be our goalie if uh, if Fry weren't so amazing. So uh, Tyler Miller made it in based based on that. I, you know, I don't know if Fry would go based on his injuries that he had going on.
0: Yeah, no, and I'm I'm just defaulting on everything I just said right now <laughs> because I was like I'm going off of one one stat, but um, you brought up some great ones. Hey, let's end with this question because I think this is a good kind of way to end the show. Again, Raze Jose, number two, what has been a positive and negative thing in the last three matches?
1: Hmm.
0: Positive is easy.
1: Positive is easy to me. It's that we've uh, seen that we can move the ball and be goal dangerous, uh, out of possession. You know, it's not something you see in the MLS very often where a team can dominate possession like we've been doing. Now it hasn't translated to goals yet, but it, it's, it's to me, that is a huge positive that if we can put something together, we can make a nice little run here. How about you? What's your positive?
0: My positive is Christian Roldan is back. Mm. He will bring the, or, or help create or recreate the je ne sais quoi that this team does not have right now, both performance on the field Like we are, how are we not scoring goals right now? Like that there's something missing and he's going to unlock some things on the field to do it. And if anything else, if not for anything else, he's going to also unlock whatever needs to happen in the locker room. I think, I think, I think his is, he's a captain. I know Nico is, but so is he right. I'm not crazy. He he wears the band. Yeah. My brain part. Yeah he's respected he's been he's one of the long-term players on the team at this point 2016 um and and he backs it up like his effort is never in question ever and and not to say that Nico's is but the, he has to slow down now <laughs> because he's he's older you don't see Christian slow down you don't see him lose any battles he's just he, he, he's we saw how important he was even in this match, but he's just getting back. I think it's going to unlock a lot. That's the positive. Which yeah. negative?
1: My, my negative? Um, I mean, I'm not going to go with that we can't score goals because that's the obvious. I'm going to go with our inconsistent, it, <laughs> inconsistent defensive play because I just don't... Uh, I'm ready to move on from Nuhu. Like I love who I have a Nuhu jersey, but all the things you brought up before, um, and you know, just like what was he? Why did he stop running with his defender? I know he's not a center back, but when you're in that position, you have just got to stay there. You can't fly back out. So it it's it's frustrating to me. Uh, I, I would be interested to see. I would rather, yeah, I because we could get some value for him, and we're not going to be able to make any other moves this summer unless we move someone. Um, I would like. To move on from new who now craig weibel has said people are calling for new who they want new who he's not answering the calls so he's not going anywhere
0: yeah unless we had an immediate replacement of what would need to be his skill level in my opinion and that in defense i was gonna say we're not scoring goals but if you don't want to say that because it's so obvious Man, I would. And I would we, both, th- we both already said it, so yeah. No, <laughs> I, would, I would
1: take. I would put Cody Baker in his position and upgrade at another position. To be honest, at this point, I think we we would get more value mm-hmm. out of a. I don't even know where where you put that money though. A, a, a striker, <laughs> I think we get more value out of a striker that's worth as much as he is.
0: Which makes what we were just talking about five minutes even more difficult um, with our Patrick GC formation. Yep. Anyway, um no, so I I'm gonna go with defense as well. Maybe not so new who centric, even though I we didn't really get to talk about it as much. But yeah, I do there there's something going on there and 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 but across the defense, like Jackson Reagan's been our best performing. Um Alex has looked shoddy at a few, a few times. Yamar has looked like he's had some sketchy he has had sketchy moments more than I'm used to seeing. Uh new who seems a little bit more annoyed. Uh, like he always has the right idea on the field and is upset when it's not happening that way, like to other players, like why didn't you pass it here? And he's just both hands f- flashing to the ground. Um, I've seen that more often than I normally have. So it just it's there doesn't seem to be a consistent like they look together. Now we have eleven clean sheets. <laughs> so maybe more. I, I, we've had we had one with uh, Anakin Skywalker, right our keeper yep. Cleveland yep. Mm-hmm. yeah so, and even in the uh, so even the game against
1: still, San Jose I I don't think either of those goals even against Vancouver I don't think those goals were their fault that yeah. was it
0: was it was Cleveland but, played great but there's moments happening on the field like we're like this could break at any moment <laughs> like it seems that way but it's just like we're third now fourth on the table and we complain about our quality on the field every single week so Back to the positive, Christian Roldon's gonna fix all that. <laughs> he's gonna, I, I, he's, gonna yeah. he's gonna wake them up on the back line and he's gonna unlock things. Can uh, I tell you something? Going forward. Yet. Yeah. For the first time ever,
1: I'm not excited to go to Sounders games. And I, I kinda kinda feels like a waste
0: of time to me. You know, I I, I don't judge you for that. I'm not going to uh, because I, I want I
1: want to. Uh, the Sounders are like I my favorite that. thing ever. The Sounders are my everything, right? Like when I when I when I'm not in a relationship, there's a life size
0: arrow holding the CONCACAF Champions yeah. League Cup above right behind me. head right now. Yeah.
1: When I when I don't have a significant other and someone to share my life with, like I have the Sounders and that's what brings me the most joy. And it's not doing it right now, man. It's a bummer.
0: Mm-hmm. I, can I, I wa- can. I want it to. Now, I can understand that. I've am i i had reasons to not be at the matches as much as I used to. And as much as I used to was every single one. Because I lived on Spring and Bourne. And I loved that walk down, stop at Bartels, get some pocket shots, get some bubbly... This is like before seltzers were popular. Like the non-alcoholic mm-hmm. ones, just the normal ones. Before like, like... Yeah, it was like 12, 13 years ago. So I'd get like those ice plastic bottles... You know, they're called ice, and they're like raspberry, oh, yeah. strawberry, watermelon. Get a couple of vodka shooters, chug half of that, throw them in the bottle. Happy walk all the way down Madison by the Renaissance. Just the whole way down. Just loved it every single weekend, especially Saturday night games when the nights were less prevalent as they are now. Those were always fun. Now I have a house up in Everett, a wife, a kid. It's It's a rarity that I get to go to the games and i went to this last one and i wasn't as hyped as i thought i would be to go after seeing like the san jose match knowing how important this match was and not having the confidence in the team and the, then shit look what happened like that is kind of a bummer so i don't judge. I, I don't but this is like a relationship right it's a yeah yeah there's there it love gives them to,
1: takes, yeah, yeah i yeah. mean here's it's not the, like we're going to break thing. up with them we can't
0: they're family no no <laughs> And are just the last, mad at them
1: right now the last game was fun like don't get me wrong mm-hmm. i'm bummed that we dropped three points but that is maybe the most dominant especially that five minute period is the most dominant we've ever seen a sounders team ever
0: mm-hmm.
1: it just frustrates me that we continuously cannot live up to that standard and of course you're never going to always be at your height but We seem to never be close
0: We don't want to be consistently not at it, (laughs) right? Right, right. We should be like the Cascades, baby. Multiple peaks. Multiple peaks. The
1: Mariners aren't making the playoffs, and I'm still more interested in going to watch them at this point because the Sounders are just letting me down.
0: Which is saying a lot. (laughs) (laughs) It's not like the Mariners are. are... And by the way, I bet Nicholas Biella just smiled when he heard me talk about the Cascades that way and compared them to the Sounders. He's a little mountain man. Uh, Also... Uh, shout out to the Sounders for the pregame, actually for the Bruce Lee match, and Shannon Lee, his daughter, yeah. killing it on the mic. Oh, um, I, knew, I had
1: no idea she could sing.
0: Yeah, just, I thought I, I had, and I had no idea what the whole anything was going to be. I thought it was normal, normal pregame stuff, and then they said that. I was like, told my wife who wanted really just to get out of that, and she came to the match with me. And and shout out to my friend Tor. OG scuttlebutter but his tickets his girlfriend was there brought my wife we had like an adult evening and they're very rare few far between right now so we had a lot of fun and I mentioned that to her and she and she's she's Sounders fan adjacent and she's adjacent to me right she supports the fact that I support them but she doesn't put any of her personal time into them so she's just there for the evening but when I told her that she was like oh that's really cool and it's really cool Um, but yeah I didn't know she was sing
1: yeah I, I, I luckily got to watch a good portion of the show beforehand while I was setting up and they were practicing so. and
0: this is also cool actually I don't know if this would would have been broadcasted on MLS season pass that portion and like pregame or anything it's yeah just, I don't know they, go, they probably they right show to, like cl- the possession right they'd probably that show a clip commercial. or something
1: because it's cool looking but yeah pro- probably not showing the whole I thing
0: would here. hope that they did um, because that that was a kind of thing that you'd want to showcase internationally. Yeah. That we have clubs doing stuff like this with people like this that have affiliations to international superstars of years past, like legendary human beings, Jimi Hendrix, Bruce Lee, like that's pretty fucking cool. That is a good reason to have internationally broadcast games every fucking week. Mm-hmm. So I hope they were able to showcase a little bit of that. Otherwise they missed it. Um let's not miss the port. We've got an hour and a half into this show. One of our longest ones, but it has been quite a lot. Do you have any yes, that's uh, true. final thoughts before we tell them where Instagram and Twitters are?
1: Yeah. Um, I think the Leagues Club is coming at the right time, and it's going to uh, get 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 the ship back uh, going
0: here for us. It's going to right the ship? That's the phrase I was looking for. Thank yeah, you. Me. Thank you. We got, it. we got to get nautical terms right. We're scuttlebutt. All right. Well, um, I guess my final thought would be, and I'm going to throw a question at it to you how How do you think Saturday against Salt Lake's going to go? Is that Saturday? No. Uh, yes. Yeah. It's okay. Saturday. Yeah. And this, I mean, and this is the first of the League's Cup. I.
1: What was our result down there last time? Did we did we lose one? Nothing? Or did I we don't
0: actually, know about last time, but I, I yeah. know that we don't play well. We've already mentioned it. But what's your yeah. prediction?
1: Oh gosh, I would say. One nothing Salt Lake.
0: Really? Okay. I think it's all going to come down to the Monterey
1: game here.
0: Yeah, you know, I'm. Uh, I think it's going to be another one-one. I th- I take that. I take but that. I think we're. I think I think it'll be a great goal. I think it'll be. Oh, we shouldn't have given that one up, but I hope they score first and we get the get the tie later in the match. Because it feels the most more like realistic a win when thing that that's going to happen. I th- and I, I don't want to say I hope any of that thing that should happens. I hope we win 5-0 and Christian Roldan is carried off like Rudy. Um, but I realistically think it's going to be 1-1. One, one. Uh, we're just going to have a better performance than with Dallas because it's going to be a hard match to win. Um, especially knowing it's the League's Cup. It's not a normal MLS match. This is like we're going to have to shift mentally like that in one week. I know we've known it's coming, but we haven't had the team together consistently with... Alex being uh, gone, and, and Christian, and Jordan, and injuries, right, with Rui. Yeah, yeah, yeah. so and, and knew who with malaria. Fuck. <laughs> like, forgot yeah, about it's that. Yeah, it's been a rough, <laughs> uh, rough go of it. For, a, lot, a lot more children it. playing than we thought. We haven't been really consistent, so uh, I think it's going to be a real shock to have everyone available um, in a totally different format <laughs> for a totally different reason uh, one week later. So... And if, if we score a lot of goals with all that change happening, mentally, physically, whatever, um, kudos to the coaching staff, kudos to the team, and and we've figured it out now. But I think it'll be one one. Awesome. Inhale. <sighs> all where right, can where they, can find they find you? Oh, oh you I, said find I said it first. I said it first.
1: Okay, okay. You can find me at legal minded punk on threads. You can find me legal. You got
0: to it first, damn it! On
1: Instagram, you can find me at Legal Minded Punk on Blue Sky. <laughs> you can find me at Legal Minded Punk. Oh, damn,
0: I don't know what the, what's Blue Sky.
1: Blue Sky was the one that the the viable. I, I'm also on the. There's another one that came up right before that that I am on, but Blue Sky was the one. It's basically like the Twitter API, but very. Minimal. Are you just
0: hedging your social? Platform Pretty much, I, I, I'm, right I'm getting.
1: Yeah, I'm just getting my. I always just. put it all You got go to get, you get your handle right, and and here's the thing: is uh, threads is so like dependent upon Instagram that I don't know if it will, unless they start going out and being more true. like Twitter. I don't know if it s I mean, I'm not using it, right? I'm still using Twitter. I'm going in and retweeting some stuff, and I'm following the Seattle Orcas who won their first ever game. Which was very exciting. Uh, the the our local cricket team this cricket. year, sadly, the, the games are not in Seattle. They're they're uh, they have just a run of games, but uh, I think twenty twenty five season we'll have a brand new uh, cricket arena
0: over at Marymore Park for them to play. Of course, it's J- just Park. in
1: time for the cricket World Cup to come to the United States as well.
0: Of course, it's Marymoor Park. Um, okay, where can to find you? Uh. I was going to say threads too, because it was really easy to just create one. Right. You set a button. Yeah. And Randy showed me how to do it. Um, Randy's my wife. So I am Aaron Lingley uh, on on threads. Um, I don't think I follow anyone or have any followers because I created it and then left the app and did something else. Um, so I haven't really opened it up since. So if you want to go follow me, let's get it started. And then maybe we'll just shift shit over to, to threads because it's uh, mighty popular already. And
1: Oh, is it? I'm not. <laughs> I'm just like, yeah. I heard it was never. like 30,
0: 30 million in the first day. I don't know if people
1: are using it, though. That's my question. But that's true. That's, 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 true. A, that's, that's true. That's a story for a different time. Yeah, uh, main, I promised last episode, and I have not done it. So, James, before you take it to port, I want to say this. I will get us up and going on Instagram and thus threads for uh, this podcast. Oh. Cool. Mainly so I can start sending you all these memes that I send to people that I enjoy and I think you will enjoy some but you can't watch them because you're not on Instagram.
0: I love it. Do it. That's my
1: main reason for doing it is to be able to
0: send you memes. Yeah. <laughs> love it. But I'll do it and then people can but interact we can't, with us. Can't, and, exactly. And you can't but you can't do as many F1 memes. Those still good at Aaron Lingley. Yeah, no, those okay. are definitely at
1: Aaron Oh no, I wasn't going to post them. I was just going to shoot, like, DM them. So, oh, okay,
0: fair enough. All right. James, take it away. You can follow the Sounders Scuttlebutt podcast on Twitter at SSFCScuttlebutt. And for all inquiries, including questions for the gents or sponsorship opportunities please email contact at scuttlebuttproductions.com. Be sure to subscribe to the show for new episodes following every Sounders FC match. And don't forget to share your feedback by rating and reviewing. And you can follow me on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at BritVoxus. That's Brit U We'll see you at Lumen and go Sounders! Alexa, who's the best MLS team of all time?
1: The Seattle Sounders are both unequivocally and irrefutably the best MLS team of all time.